What's up, everybody? You're listening to episode 20 of Two Views Movies Podcast. Welcome back to Two Views Movies Podcast, everybody. A spoiler-filled podcast by two guys who love watching movies almost as much as we love arguing about them. I'm Garrett. And I'm Carson. And today we are talking about blockers, which I'll just dive right into it a little bit. I have a couple of things I need to own up to. One was, uh, (laughs) in terms of the cast, Ike Barinholtz. I completely screwed that up on the preview. I had him pictured as the guy in the Monarchs jersey. And no, that is Rob Cordry. You called me out on that. And I realized that as I was editing that episode, I was like, mm, I don't have to go back on the next podcast. And, Semi-pro, and, uh, yeah. Yep, and own up to that. So that one's on me. And I will also own up to the fact that I should not have had as high expectations for this as I did. <laughs> Having said that, blockers. It's a movie about when three parents discover their daughter's pack to lose their virginity at prom. They launch a covert one-night operation to stop the teens from sealing the deal. It's directed by Kay Cannon, which is her first directing debut, I think, but she was the writer of the entire Pitch Perfect series. And as far as cast, there's actually a lot of people in this, but we're just going to stick with the main parents, Leslie Mann, the aforementioned Ike Barinholtz, and then John Cena. But yeah, so as I said, I thought it was going to be funny. It had the moments and opportunities to be funny, but it wasn't very funny. It wasn't very funny. No. It had had funny parts. It had a couple of funny parts, but definitely not to the expectations yeah. that you... No, but I I still, even though I will own up to, should not have had those expectations. It it was all there for the taking. The jokes just all fell flat for me. Like, I felt, you know when you watch something and so the joke happens and you're like, <laughs> so it was right. Like, you know what I mean? The, the The timing was there. It was just the joke itself was not funny. And I don't know what you do about that. You know what I mean? Like you write a better joke. Yeah, I mean that. Yes, that, <laughs> obviously that's what you do. But it's weird to sit there in a movie and the timing is all right. The scenarios in which they put characters in are actually kind of funny, or I mean, they could have been funny. But in the plot, even is is ripe for opportunities of parents chasing after their kids on prom night and getting into all sorts of trouble, like some kind of inverse super bad type thing. But when the jokes that need to hit don't ever hit, I. It just turns into a pretty annoying movie experience. Well, I think the the main problem is I think the only person who would have been ad-libbing is Ike. Mm -hmm. And I think the rest of them are reading that as it was written. Yeah. And and maybe Leslie Mann does that too. But I felt like like he was the only one that was kind of riffing, you know, Mm -hmm. as he was going. And most comedies that are funny... Is because they weren't written that way. They're just kind of feeling the moment. Sure. And so they're, they're funny people. When you get a movie that you're just reading from the script and you have to do multiple takes, it's, you know, delivering that joke. Maybe in your mind, you're thinking it's not that funny, but maybe it is for the first time somebody hears it. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but I've done it 10 times now. Right. It, maybe second guesses, you know, whether they think it's funny as, as an actor delivering that line. But I think uh, the problem is I think you need somebody who can ad lib a lot of those, the Will Ferrells of the world, the right. Steve Carells that can just go. Yeah. You know. And what's weird is it wasn't it wasn't just limited to like one character whose jokes wouldn't hit. Even right. it was the parents' jokes weren't working and even the kids' jokes weren't working. So it was I mean it was truly a writing problem. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it was an acting problem. Well, my my biggest 
takeaway from this movie is they misused John Cena. If you cast John Cena in a comedy, you do not cast him because he's a comedian. You cast him because he's a large hulking man and you use the jokes towards that. Right. You know, and they probably referenced it twice that he was just a massive man. Yeah. And and you have to use that 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 sure. That's your punchline for for casting him in a, in a comedy of this guy's massive and make him either, you know, the complete opposite of that, a very extremely feminine, you know, or just something like that to where he's I think they did do that a little bit, but they they made him try to be the everyday dorky dad with the cell phone holder and he's really uptight and strict and not cool at all and right. really kind of lame. But again, it was just the jokes weren't funny and his delivery was not very good either. So I don't, everything was kind of for him delivered in a very over the, over the top kind of way, but not in the way uh, it's really hard to describe without seeing it. His delivery was just not natural, I guess is the way I should say it. So they had a scene where he was uh, trying to hold the window of the car. Yeah. Ike was inside the car and he starts pushing the window down and he's like, uh, you're not Arnold Schwarzenegger or yeah. something like that. And then he's pushing the, he pushes the window down, and basically breaks the window. Yeah. And I don't know how hard that is. I don't know if sure. I could do that or I just <laughs> want to bust the window, but, right. but I thought there'd be more like that of, yeah. of just showing off. This is why you cast John Cena, you know? Yeah. And so they had a perfect opportunity of the cars standing straight up from the trailer that he saw. And he makes a comment of not even I could push that car over. I was like, why wouldn't you, you try that? Or he pushes the car over, it lands perfectly, and then blows up. You yeah. know, it's, it's something. You know, use you know, the feats of strength, the Arnold right. Schwarzenegger feats of strength. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, an, it's displayed in every movie, and they didn't use it at all. Right. And the only scenes that when he throws the kid against the wall, you know, that, that kid was probably, you know, 80 pounds anyway. You know, right. so any, any, any dad could have done that. Yeah. And then the, sw- the grabbing by the leg on the, yeah. the trailer and swinging him around mm-hmm. the, the balcony. That wasn't even in the movie. No. And so it's, it's, you took the whole reason why you cast this guy and, and you didn't use it. And yeah. then that's where I felt it really hurt the movie. Yeah. I think we might have said in the preview that it really was going to depend on John Cena, we thought, because that, or at least that was the real comedy opportunity to see this guy in some kind of capacity. I mean, they did make him cry a whole bunch, like really soft hearted dad. Right. So, I mean, I think they were trying to go against his type a little bit, but you're right. They didn't use, his size or his bulk to any kind of comedic effect. But I think he just did not know how to deliver some of those lines. Yeah. Well, even, and I think it was completely ad-libbed again, was I said, you know, my massively large friend here, you know, he mentioned, he mentioned that at one point, but, they didn't play on that at all. Right. <laughs> it's they, like, it's yeah. like, I know that wasn't written. You know? He very, Cena was very much reading from the script or cue cards, it felt like. And I think that's why I'm saying it. I agree with you. It felt completely unnatural. And therefore, every line kind of came off as forced and not funny. And he, he just does not seem to have natural comedic chops. He might not be a bad actor, but I'm not sure he's a good comedy actor i think it can be i really i really think that if if they wrote it with him in mind i think they wrote it and then cast him later yeah he wasn't in the mind of the writer when when she wrote this yeah it was you know that that could have been jack black you know for for all you know and then that but that's the second straight comedy if you count daddy's home too where i've seen john cena and it's he's not been funny so i don't know he didn't get a lot of opportunities in daddy's home too i will say and he was supposed to be playing a a badass yeah you know in that one and so it wasn't 
Th- right. This one, you're right, absolutely right, was set up for him to be the, the counter John, you yeah. know, and and they they started that way but didn't didn't really try, and so I think that was, that was the major miss of this movie. Yeah, it it just wasn't funny. Yeah, it got it got two to three, maybe five chuckles out of me, but again, I I can see why some people would think it's funny because jokes are entirely subjective. And but honestly, in my theater, there wasn't a lot of laughter. Yeah, well, there was in in ours uh, on a few parts that I I did not think were funny. Yeah, uh, like the car standing straight up got yeah. got laughs for some reason. Which yeah. well, you've already seen it in the trailer. <laughs> you not only did you see it in the trailer, which maybe they didn't. Okay, but right. the the other part was it's just the car standing straight up. <laughs> right. You know, it, none of that would have happened that way, and, right. and that that's hard for me to get my head around. But it was a uh, just one of those. I don't think I was the target audience as a person that doesn't have a teenage daughter yeah nor am i a teenage girl right maybe i'm just the wrong demographic i can tell you as somebody who has a 12 year old son which is kind of close to that i know it's not a daughter and everything but like it still wasn't funny well <laughs> I, i'm just yeah i'm just trying to try to put see, yourself a, who, who I, are you sure, targeting to i get yeah. that yeah and clearly this is a great money-making opportunity because not only do you have the parents crowd where it's sort of like a this is 40 type take on this, but you got the younger kids going through like a super bad type thing. Right. So it seems like, hey, if you can get the jokes right, this thing's just going to crush it at the box office because you'll have parents and kids wanting to see it. Although, was it rated R? It uh, should have been because okay. you saw Lumberg's Wang. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Gina Gershon is completely naked in that one scene, too. Yeah. In the same scene. Same scene. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's yes, true. So you, you are effectively kind of cutting off some of that. But I digress. You had an opportunity to really capture two different markets with comedy and when it's not funny. Having said that though, I don't know if you checked Letterboxd or IMDB or Rotten Tomatoes. I think we're kind of in the minority. On liking this or not yeah. liking this movie? Yeah. I think Letterboxd, if I remember right, it was hovering around a three and a half or four average. I haven't. I don't think I've looked since maybe the weekend it came out. But every in all the different websites I read and check and everything, there was three and a half, four star ratings from the critics and everything. I, which I mean, humor isn't is so subjective that somebody's five star comedy is another person's half star comedy. Right. But I was just shocked to see that I was that far off, considering especially where my expectations were at on this. I wasn't going into it wanting to hate it. I don't do that with any movie, but some of them and you for were a super Cena fan. <laughs> right yeah i was just happy we could see him <laughs> that's awful i know that's the second one i've gotten in <laughs> so so i i landed at a, a two and a half on this one it was it's watchable you know and and again i got a few few chuckles out of it but it's not it's not a good movie it's not one i'd intentionally watch again but if it were on tv i wouldn't necessarily turn it off yeah i, I agree and I, I could maybe see it getting funnier over time but not substantially you know what I yeah. mean? Like maybe some of the jokes land a little bit better. I saw this right, literally right after a quiet place. So I was going from one extreme to another. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think my heart rate had dropped enough by the time I was in the theater for, for blockers. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I was at a two and a half. It, it wasn't a terrible experience, but like I said earlier, it's never a good experience when you leave a comedy and have chuckled maybe like you're like oh i think i chuckled two three four times maybe yeah if you're, if you're doing that you're just like oh that that was not very good i mean i even found myself at at one point thinking about like the moral issues of the movie and <laughs> how it was like female empowerment because it was usually when you see these movies it's 
the American pies of the world. You know, the, the guys are the ones wanting to make right. the sex pack. And this time it's the women and the parents are trying to grapple with female sexuality. And so when you leave a comedy and that's what you're thinking about, right. it wasn't very funny. Yeah, no, it, it was one of those that you just spend your time watching it. And yeah. then you, you really have no takeaway whatsoever. Right. And that, that, that's how I felt. And, and again, I was, I'm a, I'm a wrestling fan. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to see John Cena succeed. Yeah. But it's, uh, it, it landed on his shoulders for me and it died yeah. on his shoulders for me. Yeah. And I think that's, again, I don't think any of the kids are very funny. Right. And maybe I'm just old, but I didn't, I didn't, nothing they did I thought was funny at all. I think, uh, John Cena's daughter. Yeah. She had a few, few lines that were, were pretty right. good. Well, she was very, not very, but a little bit more tomboyish and crude right. with her thing. She, she got the crude role out of all of them. Right. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. But, uh, you know, I'd be hard-pressed not to tell people to see it just because comedy is so weird like that that I I didn't like it, but I've seen way too much online of people liking it that it, I feel like it's one of those that everybody should probably just watch and it's not so bad that I wouldn't recommend it. And I think it's worth making up your own mind because clearly some people thought it was funny. Yeah. And, and I'd say it's average. So somebody asked me, should I go see it? It's average. It's yeah. an average comedy. Right. You know? And so if it's not, Oh yeah, go see that. Right. Or no, don't waste your time. Right. You know, it's, it's just, it's but, an average comedy. You, yeah. You go be the judge there. Yeah, exactly. Cause comedies are so weird. I mean, you can walk out of something and go tell somebody, Oh my God, this is one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And you talk to them a week later and they're like, Hey, remember that movie you told me to see? It was awful. It was terrible. I didn't <laughs> laugh at once. So in humor is just way too subjective. Like you can usually gauge people on action movies. Like how tolerant are you for an action movie or gore or blood or violence, whatever it is, sex, nudity, whatever. But comedy is just one of those where everybody's their own, own person. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I was disappointed. I have to own up to that one. Should not have got my expectations up that high. Oh, well, on to the next comedy at some point, right? All right. All right. Well, that does it for a very short episode of Blockers, which should tell you anything if you saw this runtime. Can't be good if they only talked for 15 minutes about a comedy. <laughs> but as usual, if you have recommendations on stuff you want us to review, drop us a line online at twoviewsmovies.com, twoviewsmovies at gmail.com, or any of the social media channels you can find us. So... Let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if there's something that you want us to review. And if you can, be sure to rate us and leave a review on one of the podcast stores. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.